went straight down the middle. Now on the tee, the best damn golf podcast out there. No offense, of course, to everyone else. We are the Capital Golf Gang. Three, sometimes four guys, all Washington, D.C. based. And we have lived here for most of our lives. I am your host, Steve Zabin, a.k.a. Zabe, a.k.a. The Zabe. El Baldo and more. Joining me, Director of Golf at River Creek in Leesburg, Virginia, John Ronis, former D1 player, UConn Husky, Invited Clubs Professional of the Year in 2022, and a man with four big dogs in his house. Also, Executive Director of the Middle Atlantic PGA, John, no H in John, but yes, H in Ghoul, G-U-H-L. John oversees the PGA of America's pros in the DMV region and beyond. He is a certified tournament rules official, has done many big events, and he's a guy who did not steal a pocket full of Augusta National Sand last time he was there for the drive, chip, and putt. Did I get all you guys correctly introduced? You did. That's the first time in a while, so good job. Well Well done. There you go. Boys, what did it look like on the range today before we get after it? We're going to play nine holes on the front, nine holes on the back with a break at the turn for a hot dog because that is frankly in the Constitution. How did it look on the range today? There were people. There were people playing. There's no question about it. It it wasn't windy, so it helps. Okay. That was a uh, a metaphorical how did it look on the range today, like for you. That's what I got. For you guys as players. Like if we're going to play around, how did it look on the range? Oh, I had a good warm-up. Oh, you did. Ronis I had a good, I had I had a good great warm-up. warm-up Wait yeah. for you to show, Zay. That's yeah, we that's doing. right. We did it. We had, I was a really, we had an extended warm-up. <laughs> I was late. Late because I, I crashed for a nap. Thank God my wife woke me up. Okay. Uh, I have changed the format slightly. Quick nine used to always be our best segment. So I said, you know what? Let's just make it the whole show, but we'll make it 18, front nine, back nine. <laughs> it's easier to write, easier to structure, easier to organize. One spot break is better than two. We can add new and different golf-related music on the way in and out all the time. So there you go. Now, I do think it's important that I tell people where we are from, and that's why we are the Capital Golf Gang. We're from the D.C. area. It's the golf that we know. We're not saying it's at all the best or this is all we know, but you know where you play golf, would you not agree, fellas, is kind of the world you know best. So when I listen to other golf shows, and there's many out there, a lot of them good, I want to know where they're from. Are they a Texas-based golf show? Are they Florida-based? Are they Carolinas? Are they California? Because they're all different flavors, right? So we want to be your D.C. outpost for golf because that is what we know. And no, we don't have that many hookups. I mean, Ghoul's got a lot of hookups. Ronus, God, he's got tons of hookups. Plays golf with... Uh, we you don't know. share him with Zabe. No, I, he, played, him. he played Jordan's place, again, the Grove in Florida. And I'm like, when do I get to surf in the wake of all your connections? And he said... I don't, I don't know. I don't know, Zabe. I just I get invited know. to things. I don't even know how I do. I don't even know how I get these connections. <laughs> but it's I'll, I like it. All right, hole number one. Event, a Pebble Beach wipeout. The event cut to 54 holes. Wyndham Clark, your winner by one. Ludwig Aberg, a close second. I hear it's now Oberg is how they're pronouncing it. it They always said they don't pronounce the G either. Oberg is what I heard. 
Oh, Cooper? Oh, okay. Like what? Yeah. He, anyway, it does, we better figure out something because we're going to be saying his name a ton. He finishes a close second. Uh, should they have waited, or was it the easiest call, John Gould, to cut this thing short after 54? Well, they do have, because, you know, the PGA Tour is a week-to-week league, uh, they have a rule that they you can't go to Tuesday, basically. you got to figure it out on Monday. And from what I heard, it was not only the rain that had soaked the golf course, but all of the facilities were wrecked, the tents, the, the scoreboards, all that stuff, which you could play that without, but it was dangerous to people for people to be there, and that was the biggest problem. Uh, and they, had, they still had no surety that the rain was going to stop long enough for the for the water to drain and for them to actually play so when you put all that together that the you know the the outside the rope stuff was in shambles and the there was no guarantee that the course was going to be playable i think it was easy because you know the longer you wait for those guys they miss flights they yeah. you know they can't get to the next event you know it, it, there's a certain aren't you know, pro-ams on tuesdays typically during tour week tuesday pro-ams are they wednesday yeah there's some of them are Tuesday, some are Wednesday, some of them are both. Uh, right. But they just, I think they, you know, out of fairness, you know, they don't want someone saying I didn't get there till Wednesday because the previous event played till Tuesday and that's threw me off for the next week and I missed the right. cut. They want to take that out of the equation. Uh, and you know, 54s is not what's what they want, 72, but it's it's you know, according to tour regulations, it's right. a complete event with 54 right. holes. Uh, it looks like Wyndham's a real stud, Mister Ronas. Duh. Winner of the yeah. U.S. Open. You saw him out there last year when you were out at the U.S. Open. But uh, he afterwards explained why he didn't go to the live. He said, I chose legacy over live. A lot of people said, yeah, that's very convenient. Maybe the number was not high enough for you. But, man, he is really, really good. Well, and, you know, he thinks he is. So that's important. You have to have that confidence. And he thinks that he's going to win multiple majors. And I think that's very important for a player to think you're going to do that And in, in that, he chose the the ability maybe to win two or three majors um, and have a, you know, two or three majors is a historic career uh, versus the money. And I think the money will take care of itself. And I know we're going to talk about that at some point. Um, you know, it's just a very interesting situation now. I, I do say this to you guys. Were you disappointed that it was 54 holes? Yeah, crushed. I think the because, answer is yes, right? Yeah, so I mean, Sunday, Sunday came and I was ready to hunker in and watch. I had missed yeah. it most of Saturday. I was doing stuff around the house and whatnot. No football. And they really got yeah. a dagger on that. Yeah. And so now that was a elevated event, which had no cut. It was 54 holes. Welcome to the live. <laughs> I know. Well, that's so the thing. it is. It stinks. It's it, a cruddy product. And well, they they, so they got they that got just world... sums it up right there. I know. People were quick to point out. Oh, the irony that you yeah. essentially had exactly what the live is with a few more players, right? Because it was more than fifty-four, right? It was eighty. Yeah, it was eighty. Yeah, yeah, and it was the top fifty in the world. Oh. It's it, it's a garbage product, and uh, I actually come on. What do you mean? No, 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 54 hole, I think 54 holes oh. and, and no they cut, played I don't 70... think it's a good product. Okay, they played a full 72 and they had still had 80 guys. Is that a garbage Oh, no, no, product? that's great. Okay. That's, yeah. that's great. Right. But it's one thing that and, – and I actually, because of that and because I talk so negatively on the live, I spent some time watching the live, and it, to me, to me, and I'm old, 
is unwatchable. Okay, we'll get to that in a quick second. Um, okay. The, the event is, this is the second time that I can recall it got cut to 54 holes. When they catch a bad break, Ghoul, at Pebble at this time of year, they're dunsky. Like, they'll get poured yeah. on and they can't play it. And, and I was actually opposite of you, Zabe. I watched almost all of it Saturday and because I, I knew I wasn't going to be able to watch it Sunday. I was taking my daughter back to college. So I got to see all of the 60 pretty much. Uh, and uh, But, yeah, you're right. I mean, time of year, and we're in January, we got low daylight, right? So you can't have big fields. That's one of the other reasons, Ronas, for, for 80 is, you know, you can't have a full split field. There's just not enough daylight. Uh, and then, you know, if you don't start by a certain time, you know, I'm sure that's what they were looking at on Monday. If we don't start by a certain time, we can't finish because, you know, we're, right. daylight is over at five o'clock. They also yeah. they um, also cut down on the number of AMs. They didn't didn't have them play the weekend like they usually do. I guess Bill Murray right. was not there finally again. So, anyway, um, in this week apparently, Spieth and Rory had a phone call. Don't know if you heard about this. This was fascinating. Apparently, Spieth had made comments to the media about, you know, at this point, now that we've got our new infusion of cash from the strategic sports group, we don't need the PIF, the Saudi private investment fund. Rory, our boy, Ronis, has gone so far in the tank now for the Saudis and for the PIF, he decided he'd call Spieth up on his own to sort of chide him saying, hey, bro, we kind of need them now because the money from the SSG came in under the assumption we'd have a deal with the Live Tour at some point. What do you make of that? I think Rory's just trying to cover his ass again. I think (laughs) the poor guy, everywhere he turns, he gets rebutted in something and I was going to ask you guys about that. This 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 is a totally different amount of money from a totally different place. So if you don't need the PIF money, then he still could have kept the same road mentally that he was going on. He didn't have to give in. But the reason he's given in is because his buddies went. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think yeah, and, and, I think, I, and that's what yeah. actually. So the way I heard it was not about live or, or PIF and the SSG money, but the conversation was Rory said we should let them all back. If they want to come back, we should let them back. There, there was said, that first, yeah. And then Speed, yeah, and Speed said, said, there's got to be some consequence for your actions. You know, if uh, you left, you can come back, but it's not just, you know, let everybody back. And so that's what I thought the con- what I the way I heard it, the, the conversation was more about that Rory, because I think Ronas, you're exactly right. His, some of his buddies left, including Rom. Yeah. He wants them back. He wants them to be able to play on the Ryder Cup. And, and they want to play. Like, See, Rory's buddies want to play on the PGA Tour. <laughs> right, and they can't they have both. it both ways. You know yeah. who chimed up first was Ricky. Really? Ricky who Ricky said, I don't agree with what Rory's saying about having these guys back and playing. It's, wow. they, they made their no bed. Wow. Because Ricky, Ricky got Fowler, a ton of money. The nicest guy ever, Ricky Fowler, saying, yeah. no, I'm drawing the line. That is fascinating right there. Well, we'll Love see. I, I know this. It, like the notion if you're a tour player that didn't jump and then four or five guys, DJ, Rom, Kepka, want to come back. If I'm a player, I'm going, okay. So that 200 mil from you, the 500 mil from you, the 100 mil from you, Let's put that in a pot since we're all back again in the same room and let's right. cut that up equally. <laughs> that's what I would think as a player, whether that's right yeah. or wrong. That's where my mind would be. 
and I'm I'm really curious, and we won't know for a while how that SSG money is going to get split up. You know, supposedly they're going to all be investors in this new uh, new company, right. this new uh, for-profit tour. But you know, you got to expect Rory is going to get a big chunk, and and some of these other guys are going to get a really small chunk, and there's going to be animosity about that. You know, it's going to be it's going to be a soap opera for a while. Wow. Okay. Uh, hole number two lives Mexican adventure. Joaquin Neiman wins in a playoff that ends nearly in darkness and then immediately starts complaining, well, I wish I was in the majors, to which many people roasted him for it. Uh, Rom's team wins their first event. Rom was in contention, couldn't get the job done. There was a drop penalty on Neiman, which I don't understand. And a lot of people talking about Caleb Surratt, the 19-year-old kid out of Oklahoma, I believe, uh, who got a nice start for Legion 13 in his Ooh. first pro event and has already made over a million dollars before he's 20 years old. Uh, Surratt could not even check into his hotel in Vegas this week because he's not 21, and that's how wow. Vegas is. They don't let you check into a hotel room if, if you're not 21. Too. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So um, what do you think the live event? The TV numbers are in. They were up significantly from their opener last year, but they're still piddling in the big picture. They went from like... 263, 263,000 viewers on Sunday last year for their opener to 420. But when you compare the 420 against what Saturday at Pebble did on CBS, it was a it was like 11x bigger. There was no golf. There's no golf on no, but, Sunday. No, but Saturday you take. There's no golf. Right, but you take Saturdays. You take Saturdays PGA, compare it to Sunday's Live, which had no competition. 11x right. more on Saturday for the tour yeah. than the live. So, it. question: yeah. How big a week was this for Greg Norman and the live? Well, I think it was a big week only that because they they had their own slot on Sunday for whoever could find it, and it's it's easier to find now. Um, so they had their show to for everyone to see on Sunday, and I think kind of make a determination of whether they like the looker or not. But again. When you take a look at demographics and everything else of who spends the money and who spends the advertising, it's, it's me. It's 55-year-old men. And for me to turn that on of what I've been used to my whole life and see a bunch of shorts and John Rahm's <laughs> little stubby me. short legs oh. and the music playing and then holes left, holes left because it's a <laughs> yes. shotgun. And it just, to me, and, and half the screen is covered with, it's just, to me, there's too much going on. And oh, so I, I just hated it. I, yeah. I just hated it. And I, I was actually going in there with like, I'll give it a shot. I don't really, I don't care about most of those guys on that tour, but I'll give it a shot. And to me, it was just stimulation was too much. Yeah. Get it off. I'm not interested. <laughs> uh, what was the drop issue with Neiman where he got a two stroke penalty, still won the event? Yeah, he, he, he played from a wrong place. So he was dropping from a cart path. And he's got to drop. He's going to take his stance and find where the ball's going to be. Then he's got within one club length. So first of all, he didn't measure, right? Um, huh. Didn't put the club on the ground and measure it. But that's not required. It's suggested uh, because I was what he gonna did say, is he kind of yeah. Do you have to measure? He a lot guessed, of, okay. and, he, and he and he clearly guessed more than a club length. Oh. I, I think they must have found out that he thought he had two club lengths. But when oh. you see the process, and if you've seen it, if you've done it yourself, or you've seen it once before. You immediately know that is a big drop. You know, he in terms of distance he moved certainly it was more than one club length. So he just pressed on and 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 uh, you know 
we find out after the fact with the video, I guess. I didn't watch it, first, first of all. I saw right. the, the the highlight on Twitter or something like that. Um, it's not something I'm going to watch. I can't find it. I don't look for it, all that stuff. No, I'm, I'm going to push I think he thought face. that everything on the Live Tour was doubled. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> including the on money. On the PGA right? Tour, you get one stroke, but on the Live, oh, yeah. you get two. I mean, two club lengths people, instead of one. People, right. were roasting, wanna... people were roasting the Live going, oh, they have rules? I had no idea. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, let's not forget Rory got penalized too at, at Pebble Beach. Uh, yes. Similar but different situation where he, he dropped in the wrong place. He's he's supposed to drop on the back on the line and he dropped a club length away from the line. That was a was rule change. Rule. Yeah, that was a rule yep. change a year ago. 2019 I, rule, it was legal. Yeah. 2023, it was not. But how, how do these, Maybe because everybody hated in 2019. It didn't, didn't make right. sense. How, how do these guys not know the damn rules? Stone cold. This is their job. It's, it's embarrassing. At least their caddies should know. They should go to a rule school as a caddy. Right. Yeah. Sit there and, and understand it. And, and people the players say, aren't interested. Obviously. And, and, and then people yeah. on Twitter will go, the rules are too complicated. They're stupid. This is, I'm like, they're rules. There's lots of them, but they're understandable. Yep. The average golfer knows 90% of the rules, even if he chooses to yeah. only adhere to 50% of them. You know what they are, for right. God's sakes. This is not something esoteric. Like, can you move a half-eaten pear that's been discarded in a bunker? It's one of my favorite rules decisions. Answer, ghoul, yeah. is... He can. That's now a obstruction, a man-made. Because uh, it's a, it's the equivalent of trash. However, a pear right. in a bunker that's not eaten next to a pear tree it that's fell overhanging off a tree is a loose impediment. And you can not if someone threw it in there. No, but you cannot move a pear that's not been eaten if there's a pear tree next to the bunker. That's against Correct. your ball. Correct. But it's a pear a, that's a been impediment. eaten is yep. garbage. Yep. Okay. All right. Um, yep. I believe that Neiman is already in two of the four majors. So he's kind of belly aching about that, but I'm like, just cry harder. You took the money. You took the joke. money. You should know what you got into. He could still qualify, I think, into the other two, but I think he's into two of the four majors. Somebody out online has a huge grid. I saw this. Tiny little squares, color-coded, that shows what everyone's status in the top 100 is for the majors. I saw it, and I got a headache and said, I don't need to know that, but okay. Right. All right, hole number three. Uh, Brady tops one. What'd you make oh. of Tom Brady topping a drive off a of number one at Pebble Beach in the Pro-Am and then not reacting at all, not laughing, not joking, not having a good time about it, just this serious kind of, hmm, that was weird. And nobody in his entourage busted his balls either. This was one of the most fascinating Ronas things I've ever th seen because it shows me there must be a seriousness to Tom Brady that we don't even understand, that he couldn't have a laugh after that. He had a perfect opportunity when that happened. He could have taken three steps, picked that up, dropped back, and thrown it. <laughs> he's not getting he's not in the hole anymore he just hit the ball six feet with a full swing at six five greatest quarterback to ever play he could have taken those steps picked it up off the ground backed up and boom and thrown it and the place would have gone wild and it would have been a but great no, viral moment like it didn't happen yeah well right like oh that was weird and then to make i it watched worse... the video like five times because i was like is this is, is this, this real cut and paste because he didn't react it was unbelievable how he reacted. Yeah, you know, I, I wanna I wanna roast him, even though I'm a, I'm a oh, Patriots you're a Patriot fan, fan a Brady, yeah, Brady Homer. But 
you know, I have had that exact same reaction, though. I'm so pissed at myself that I can't laugh, but I know I'm on camera, so I can't throw get a claw angry. and I can't right. get angry. Uh, so you're just like, oh, God, that's so dumb. And you're just you're just stewing in your own juices of anger there. Uh, so, I mean, I get it. And but he's a big time celebrity and he's got to deal with, you know, what people how people think of him because of that. And I'm, and I'm sure him playing with Josh Allen and wanting to beat his ass. Was oh, part yeah. Of it they First were, hole. They you were, know, it's not like they played 16 good holes and he just screwed up. This is <laughs> oh, my God, this might be the whole day. It would have been great if he went to the next shot and, you know, four steps ahead of him and took out his range finder. <laughs> see, see what it, hey what do i have to the hole that's one of those deals where i hit that second shot as fast as i can so nobody sees oh me oh my god or, or playing Brutal. a shot from four feet in front of the tee how about just a laugh Please. how about just a laugh and say all right seven iron seven iron i can make the putt for par i'm not out of it yet uh, and then you're like okay yeah. you recognize the fact that you're the greatest football player of all time but yeah. golf still can humble you. Fascinating I'm sure window. Those guys yeah. are so competitive. He they could have said, I hit, well. I hit that ball about as many yards as Super Bowl rings I have. Oh, Seven. there you go. Yeah. That would have been, that right been nice. There. Hole number yep. four. Taylor Made has announced they're going to sue Costco over their Kirkland irons. As somebody said, I don't know if it's the smartest thing to basically say in public, yeah, these are essentially our clubs, only cheaper. What are your thoughts? Well, I mean, I guess they have to, but do they? I don't know. I mean, no, they don't. They don't. I mean, there's a, it's a totally different demographic that's buying Kirkland clubs and tailor-made clubs. So why sue? I mean, it's, it's that simple, right? That's what I'm saying. I mean, just don't worry about it. Just concentrate on your stay in your lane. I saw a yeah. test. I saw a test ghoul that said these Kirkland irons are really slow like they're minus six yards in distance they're not good clubs i've seen that before yeah and and what i i didn't look at the lawsuit i didn't i didn't read any articles about it it could be one little component that is stealing you know our yeah. technology so we don't know that it's quote unquote exactly the same club but it does look like that from the lawsuit you know and it's going to be a matter of spin control from TaylorMade because you're you're right yeah. Uh, we're suing them because they're copying our clubs. I'm going to go buy their clubs because they're they're right. third the price. If you care that's enough, the other thing, if right? You care enough to sue them, I should probably go buy them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. They're, they're, the consistency of them and the manufacturing and everything else behind them is not going to be consistent. They're going to the heads are going to fly off eventually. Yeah. It's a totally different product. <laughs> the heads are going to fly off. Yeah, they will. Yeah, they'll, quality they'll fly off. Quality it's control. Quality is control. Gonna be, yeah. It's going to be nothing. It's really? not like they're making them in the tailor-made plant and putting a different logo no. on them. They're just no. copying them. Wow, I had no idea there'd be version. systemic failure of the clubs to that Oh, degree. yeah, there will be. It'll be massive <laughs> failure. <laughs> you know, the only thing now that needed now since Costco's got the balls, which caused quite a stir, what, seven years ago, eight years ago yeah. now? Uh, yeah. They got the Kirkland balls. They got the Kirkland gloves. They got the Kirkland driver and irons and putter. They just need a bag and an apparel line. And then you can basically say, huh, "Have your Titleist. I'm a Kirkland." How about guy. a How about a Live Tour uh, player sponsored by Kirkland? That would be awesome. There you go. Hey, yeah, I they wouldn't, wouldn't use that equipment. I wouldn't put anything past them. Hole number five, our gambling game of the week. Next time you go out and play, it's an old classic, but it is Wolf. Everyone familiar with how to play Wolf when you go out as a foursome? To an yeah. extent. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Okay. 
So basically, it rotates between the four players who is the wolf on any given hole. The wolf gets to choose who he wants to play with on that particular hole for the best ball net score usually. So you get to wait until after each of the other three guys hits their tee shot to choose, ooh, George just hit a good one down the middle, 290. I'm going to take him. He's my partner. And so then you play against the other two guys. If you win, you get two points, and you can vary the point system. The wrinkle to Wolf is that not only do you wait to see, do I want to wait to the last guy to see if he can do better than the other two, but also you can go Lone Wolf in which you decide, guess what? I'm going to take on all y'alls because I think y'all suck. But then the stakes are doubled. So if you lose, you're twice as much in the hole. If you win, you rack up more points. There's also a wrinkle to it being called Airwolf, where you have to call your partner as the ball's in the air. Hmm. Airwolf. Ever hear that? Airwolf. Okay. I like it. Okay. Good. All right. Good game. Hole number Let's six. Play it next time. Hole number six. What's your favorite private course in the D.C. area and why? Favorite. Rona, someone private. curious about your answer right Other, here. Well, not... You're allowed yeah. to exclude your place of work, the fine River Creek Country Club. Well, you know what? I'm going to actually go with my former place of work. Woodmont? Um, I think if I was going to spend a day at a club, it would be Woodmont. Okay. It would be Woodmont. They have a par three and course. Why? They have two. They have 36 holes. Whoa, 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 whoa. They whoa. have. Whoa, whoa. When they had the par three course? Uh, about two years ago. Yeah, it's awesome. Why? It's it looks awesome. Like it's a British Lynx course, and it's a where, yeah. course. where do it's they awesome. where do they put that? It's between eighteen and seventeen and eight. Used to be oh, a little that tree big, farm. That big empty area between the uh, yeah first because they moved the green on eighteen when they renovated that right before I left. So that was about six years ago, and um, that was being done when I left. And again, it's got thirty six holes. Both golf courses have been relatively newly renovated. The South Course is brand new, renovated. Um, could you go back to work two different... there again? I mean, I, I know you're happy at River Creek, but could you please go yeah. back there? You used to be so good, you know, getting me a little sly hookups every now and then. Yeah. Now that well, I know the studio got a... was five minutes away. I know. <laughs> I used to do radio out there. So, yeah. Um, yeah, par three course. Wow. So you've seen it, Ghoul. Yeah. Yes. Woodmont. Okay. Yeah, I, I basically have an event there every year, so I'm, I'm there a lot. Yeah. We're having our pro president there this year, and we're going to try to play it right beforehand. Okay. Yeah. It's a beautiful facility. They've done a great job. David Dorn's the director of golf, and he's he's amazing. Okay. Uh, Ghoul, favorite private course and why? Yeah. Um, I, there's there's so many good ones. I'm going to kind of go one that I just think it's underrated all the time, and that's River Bend Club. Uh, just yeah. unbelievable practice facility, uh, massive practice facility with short game area, uh, you know, targets in the in the fairway course is always in pristine shape 18 holes really uh you know just lovely setup uh good staff you know great food and beverage you you always feel comfortable when you go to river bend you know i I, i'm not saying it's better than the other courses i just enjoy being there yeah uh, because it's just such a great atmosphere all right my favorite's burning tree but that's just because it's like you know the secret society, the stone like cutters. Exclusive. Well, it's just it's those. It's those if so I did three in this area, they would be those exact three. Oh, really? There's okay. No question about. Oh, no question. I mean, the layout River of Bend's burning amazing burning trees, yeah. just such. Well, it's a just, treat yeah, to go out it, there. It really, it's it's unique. And the course itself wouldn't necessarily pound for pound, hole for hole, hang with some of the bigger layouts per se. But it's a beautiful parkland course, and it's just oh, so cool. Beautiful. All right, hole number seven. You can only eliminate one. Joggers. 
or hoodies on the golf course? Joggers. 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 Hoodies. Joggers. Really? The super tight joggers, unacceptable. And that hoodies, yeah. uh, do you feel the same way about hoodies or just less? Uh, I, less. A lot less, actually. Okay. <laughs> I, I really, I kind of dig hoodies now. <laughs> Golf hoodies. I, yeah, I don't I like play them. in hood. I love hoodies. I don't play in them because the hood gets in the way, always. To me, it's just I think they help your neck get a little bit warmer in the cold weather. And, you know, occasionally if you hit a bad shot, you can put the hood on and walk to your ball. (laughs) Put the hood on. Tighten the drawstring. I I tolerate the hoodies because I think what Rona said is a good point. There there are a couple of situations really good. But I I just can't stand the the ankles showing and the joggers. It just – yeah, I don't know. It's very and the European. tightness. They're tight. They're yeah. tight. Oh, yeah. it's Most a very European European tight look, and I just don't like it. All right, whole number. Yeah. Uh, whole number. I would get rid of. Uh, I'd get rid of hoodies because joggers come in different flavors. You can get joggers that are okay. not so annoying. Dave, don't annoying. show up at River Creek All with right. joggers on. Please. I didn't say I would. I just you know okay. Okay. Whole number <laughs> eight. Whole number eight. Did you see that Babes Aharius's clubs just sold, and it was only like thirty six thousand dollars. The great. Babe Dietrichson Zaharias, one of the great women golfers of all time. And she her set of clubs that she used in the final three tournaments she played as a pro went up for sale and they only got 36 grand. Now I didn't have 36 grand around, lying around, but man, I would that that's a hell of a set right there. Are you surprised it didn't go for more? Well, I bid 35 <laughs> and at the last second that 36 came in and yeah. I just couldn't pull the trigger on 37. What a cool but, uh, set look, that is. Like, you know, it's you know. cool, but what are you going to do with them? I know. It's not Arnold Palmer. I don't it's think I'd Jack, pay that for anyone. It's not Arnie. Clubs. It's not Jack Nicholas. It's not Tiger, yeah. obviously. Yeah, yeah, those things are, are worth what people will pay for them, right? You know, but it, it just, when I see that, when I when we talk about that, I can just not stop thinking about the Seinfeld episode <laughs> with the golf clubs. <laughs> J- yep, yeah, JFK. Throwing them out the back. Oh, uh, my God. Convertible. Yeah, it's a uh, classic. I don't know why. All right, hole number nine. Uh, my grass tee box is in utter disrepair on the property. I actually got the string trimmer out to get rid of the overgrowth, which is now dormant for the winter. At least it looks half decent, but I am committed to getting it back up to full spec. Can John Ronas, who's a golf pro, not a golf course superintendent, Help me get it back up and running. Just you, Ronis. I'm Just I you. Out, I don't on, want you getting help yes, from I your was super. Out on mine. I was out on my four-hole loop yesterday, and I'm very encouraged by what it looks like in the winter here. I, yes, Do you, do you I know enough to be dangerous to say, okay, we're going to have to strip all this junk grass out, start over yep. with a layer of sand, do some compacting on it, get some yep. topsoil, and then uh, can you, are you smart enough to figure out what grass I should be running that is sustainable yeah. in this DMV region all summer long? There's no question I can talk enough to make it sound like I know what I'm talking about. And in August, it'll be dead. Okay. <laughs> and he might well, be able to swipe it from the maintenance <laughs> barn. No, I mean. I had, I, I had uh, been running Latitude. Yes, you, I had been running Latitude 386, which is a Bermuda, but it's a fine-bladed Bermuda that yeah. is hardy, and it looks like bent. But it's something that yeah, a homeowner like me could keep alive in the dead of summer because it's it's a Bermuda. So yep. should I go back really, with in that really, again? In, in reality, if you were going to go with something, you'd go with a Zoiza because it's a very hardy I'm not, Bermuda. I'm not putting that <clears throat> trash in there. Zoysia is yeah. straight that high. trash. Yes. And no. that's what you'd have to, to really maintain in our environment without having enough pesticides 
and enough watering situation where you could deal with it. That that would be the hardiest of things in our mid Atlantic section. Well, you're other than that, you're 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 looking at you're fired. You're out. I'm not doing zoysia. Okay, that's good. That's a good idea to fire. I want pen cross. I want pen cross bent or nothing or death. And we'll see if it'll be alive in April and half of May. You have to retire from your jobs to keep it alive. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Set up cameras there to see if it's getting any wilt and then uh, leave the house. Go, oh, my God, I get some water on this right now before it dies. I'm going to go syringe at 2 o'clock in the morning. Great. We'll uh, we'll work on it. Okay, we've reached the turn here, Capital Golf Gang. What do you guys want here at the turn? You good? You good? You want a drink? You want a hot dog? What are you having? Sausage. Pepsi and a hot dog. Pepsi and a hot dog? Okay, good. I'm going to get M&M's and a Diet Coke. I'll see you on number 10. You're listening to the Capital Golf Game. Okay, number 10. Here we go. Tenth hole, Capital Golf Gang. Zabe here with John Ronas and John Gould. Boys, I have a I have a goal for the year for golf. It is not a lofty goal like play fifty new courses or twenty new or lower my handicap or break this. No, no. Here's my goal for the year. It's my only goal. I shall buy no shirts or golf hats all 2024. <gasps> Ain't happening. Can no way. I do it? No. <laughs> do you know no. how many you can't, you can't. I already have? It's too much. No. You, you can't refrain from buying any teaching aids this year. There's no way you're going to be able to refrain from <laughs> buying a golf shirt or a hat. No, I'm out of I the... got a rule for you. This is yes. my rule at home because I have so many PGA shirts. Right. Every time you get one, you got to get rid of two. That's the that's the way to do it. Get get one, get rid of two. Well, shouldn't you end up with negative yes. shirts then when it's all said and done? Well, eventually. Eventually, eventually but it's going to be a long time for you. Eventually, the ratio has to change to buy two and get rid of one. I mean, I have some, even some aspirational shirts and sizes that, you know, I don't really quite fit in right now. I'm like, I'm going to get this shirt and I'll get rid of some them. weight. Yeah, I mean, I even got a few larges in the closet. Larges. I, I kept was, all my extra larges. When I just lost this weight and yeah. and they're standing there and and occasionally I'm like I'm heading back in that direction. Better tone down the Girl Scout cookies. 2014, I actually got down. I could wear a large. I actually could wear a large. 2014 yeah. is 200 200 pounds flat even. I'd love to get back there, but I wow. I'm trying to not buy any more stuff like shirts and hats. I've got too much. It's probably an impossible task, but I'm going to try. Hole number 11, PGA Merchandise Show. How did you guys do down there? What'd you see? It was good. I mean, the, the show's definitely back. It's big. Yeah. Um, you know, most of the manufacturers we've already seen, they already came out and showed us what they're going to have. So going to the manufacturer stuff is, is uh, not necessary. But, you know, we all go down there as pros with our list of things that we're looking for to improve our club. So it could vary from, you know, uh, looking at uh, uh, benches down there or signs for the range or signs for the golf course or, you know, ice machines or whatever it may be. The technology that they have for teaching and things is fascinating. It is fascinating. So, um, but I think at the present time, it's a little cost prohibitive for some of the equipment that they're using for teaching. Um, but it is, it's quite fascinating. And simulator technology, it's all, it's, it's quite, it's quite amazing. Cool. Yeah, so it was a good show. 
Yeah, so I, I go down with a different perspective than Ronas. I, I'm trying to get sponsors, so I'm trying to have meetings with all these manufacturers and, and uh, companies to get to sponsor some of our Mid-Atlantic PGA events. Uh, so it's a little different relationship, but um, it, it was it was bigger than I recall. The first day was unbelievably crowded. I, I think the total for the week, unique visitors, was around 30,000 people. It's uh, over a million. It's like 1.1 million square feet of exhibit space of every product you could possibly imagine. A lot of clothing lines that you've never heard of that are trying to make their way. And But I was going to say uh, what Ronus was getting to, what I was dazzled by was the amount of um uh, you know technology uh, uh companies that have the um uh, the golf uh i'm blanking on the word the the, the vendors that you know, for the um god what am i thinking of hitting, hitting indoors the, oh, the simulators yeah, the simulators yeah yeah could yeah. come up with that word and not to mention that and also the um like the top tracer the stuff that you would have on a range live but you could tap into your phone and do games and things like that. I mean, it is, it, you know, a lot of the, this is an interesting thing. A lot of the, the industry is going towards servicing that driving range person, really the top yeah. golf person, the driving range person, take your, own, top video, take yeah. your own video and make it into a 3d, uh, uh, you know, sample of your swing. I mean, yeah. it's incredible all the stuff they can do now. Yeah, wow. and you can do a lot of that on the driving range. So I think Man, it's you would leaning. Go nuts down there. I would, you yes. would be paralysis by oh, yeah. Okay, so sure. the the PGA the uh, PGA it's called the PGA show, right? PGA no, merchandise show. PGA yeah. merchandise show. Um is it open to the public? No. Used Why be, not? It's not anymore. Used to be because because we had we had all know. those fanboys coming in and trying to get free product instead of Letting the let the companies actually sell their product to the pros right. and to the golf courses. Yeah, you used to go in there when I first started going. You'd go in there and you could walk out of there with a huge bag full of stuff. Yep. People would be giving balls away and stuff like that. And not anymore. You you don't even get a bag anymore. You used to get a bag when you checked in. Really? And okay. you don't get that anymore. All right. Uh, what, what, well, it it seems like there should be a way to do a PGA show that is open to the public. Maybe big signs saying "Stop asking for free stuff." You're not getting it. Yeah. I mean, that's, I, that's I think there show. should be. There's, there's plenty of consumer shows. That's just not it. Oh, really? Yeah. You know, the, a consumer are, golf show? Those are all regional. This one's, this one's kind of a gift to the people who are in the business. Oh, okay. So it can be relatively small, and we can get intimate with some of these um, companies that we would be investing in, where the average person isn't going to be investing in a $200,000 piece of equipment that's right. a drone that's 15 feet wide that sprays fertilizer. Yeah, right. Because that uh, when, was there too. When is the uh, when is the show that usually happens near Dulles in our area? The the golf show. It's uh, usually Super Bowl weekend, but I don't think it's happening this year because it's not on the schedule. What? Mm, interesting. It was always what? a problem for us that it was Super Bowl weekend, but it's, they're like in Cleveland for Super Bowl weekend. There's year. no golf show in the DC area. I don't think so. Unbelievable. At the yeah the the one yeah the one that used to be at Dulles in the convention center there. Yeah. I don't. I don't I mean, I that, that's where I used to get my onion sack full of range balls, you know, for the house. Yeah. <laughs> Just a big old yeah. sack for like 40 bucks. <laughs> I got 200 yeah. balls here. Thank you very much. They're all different colors, but who cares? All right. Hole number 12. Does the PGA Tour need an official injury report a la the NFL? I came across something which I don't know how accurate or real it is. But it's on Twitter, and it's called Golf Injury Report. 
at Injury Report PGA, and it's got breaking WDs, injuries, daily fantasy, and fantasy golf news. And they purported to list a bunch of golfers with various injuries. And I'm like, where are they getting this information from? What do you think? I I would have to think that since there's wagering involved, the PGA would have to put out something. And I, I personally, I think I would like to know if someone is injured in a certain way that may affect when they come back. If I'm going to be a better, I, I really do. So, yeah, I, they, I bet you they have it. I, I, I was just going to say the same thing. It's all about the gambling now and, and, and making that as transparent as possible for fairness. And I think it's even a better question. I, I don't care if somebody withdraws, you know, before the event. You, you, the betting is not going to be affected because you get that you would get that uh, back. But, you know, if Justin Thomas wrist is bothering him, he's not, you know, he's, he's struggling to make it, but he's going to play. But his wrist is bothering. Him, that's going to significantly inf- impact you know, yeah. betters. That's the kind of information that I don't think that account has yet, uh, Steve, but I think that's the reason to have one is to know, you know, we, for the NFL, we know who's probable, who's, who's, uh, you know, uh, not going to play at all. And who's, you know, kind of questionable. Um, that would be cool to know. Okay. Uh, you know, it's bothering me, but I can still play. Uh, I'm hurt, but I'm going to play or I'm not playing at all. You know, Especially if there's of- mandatory appearances for certain events. All right. right. So here's the injury report going into Pebble. They listed Hideki Matsuyama as probable back and neck. Maverick McNeely, questionable shoulder. Jason Day, probable vertigo. Is that still an issue for him? I Lee, guess maybe that's one of those Tom Brady things where it's on the injury report Every forever. week. I yeah. guess, right. Lee Hodges, probable wrist. Seamus Power, questionable hip slash personal. Denny McCarthy, our guy, probable with UD, I think that means undetermined, I don't know, or urinary dysfunction. And then Hayden Buckley, I've never heard of the guy, probable with ribs. I'm like, where are they getting this stuff? Golf Injury Report says injury statuses are updated throughout the week depending on practice, pro-am, and interviews. Okay, it's it's That's all. That sounds like a lot of voodoo, right? Yeah. Yeah, They're gathering it from from the whatever... Uh, source they can get it. Yeah. 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 Open source. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. if you and if you play golf with your buddies, the injury report is always, man, I woke up my back is like, shut up. You're 55 and out of shape. And right. of course of course right. something of course something hurts. Like you don't think something hurts on me? We're not listing every injury every we day. got. Right. Exactly. Every day. Right. Hole number 13. Is there anything better than hackers caught in top golf netting videos on social media? Uh, something about it's amazing it, to me it yeah. tickles me in a way that i know i shouldn't laugh because these poor people are traumatized they were really close to getting seriously injured but they look like fish caught in a net they're like oh i can't get out you're amazed ronis that they actually swing so hard they fall off the front of the uh the 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 top upper deck at these places into the nets they they might have had a beverage or two <laughs> i guess also true they might add a beverage, and they're quite uncoordinated to begin with. And those same people are driving a cart over oh. bridges on the 16th hole over ravines. I mean, it's fascinating to me during <laughs> member guests and stuff that someone does not end up in a creek. Yeah, fascinating yeah. and I saw and some lucky. of those videos because I think it was there was a there was a um, new um, 
Top Golf opening. So it had never been open before in this locale. So everybody's trying it out. It was. And in, I don't think it is, Zabe, that they they swing so hard. It's that they swing and they just have no balance. <laughs> and, and and so they, they you know do a little Gary Player walkthrough, and all of a sudden they're they're in the net. <laughs> and, uh, it is hilarious, and I feel Fantastic. bad that I'm laughing. But it is definitely. Hilarious. I don't feel bad at all. Do you think? Do you think the employees get? Do you think the employees get trained on net extractions from the top the golf? Retrieval. <laughs> like yeah. okay, here's they're what happens. The helicopter. <laughs> here's a rope. Rule do one: need... Don't laugh. <laughs> right. Because you know they're laughing their heads off when right. they see that fish flapping no, in a net. No, no. You know, rule rule one: is, Put your cell phone away. <laughs> That's rude. Yeah, right. <laughs> Who right. would have known to put the nets there, right? I mean, it obviously wow. it happened in the early days because I'm sure the original build was not, hey, we need a net here to catch people. I was, would know, think the insurance actuaries would say, hmm, interesting yeah, design. We're not going to insure you if you don't put a net up. You can't just yeah, walk just... off the front of this platform down to the bottom. I remember uh, Only Golf Park, which didn't have you know top trace or anything like that. It, they had an upper deck which had nets on top for you know in case you fell off the front of it. It yeah. is a bit or unsettling. Or a kid or something like that. Yeah, it is a bit unsettling there. So, but I I just it, I cannot laugh every time I see one and I see him one seemingly every that week. Great. Hole number uh, fourteen. How good are the golfers you've never heard of? Answer this good stat that blows me away. Uh, this was posted. By Monday Q Info, a good account to follow. Uh, how much depth is there in Ryan pro French. golf? Ryan French is who it is. Okay. How much yep. depth is there in pro golf? He tweeted. Here's how much. If you played in all eight pre qualifiers for the Waste Management Monday qualifier and shot in the following order 67, 66, 63, 65, 66, 65, 67, 65, you wouldn't have gotten through any of them. Wow. Yeah, they're good. They're really good. They're yeah, really, that qualifier really good. is something else. Uh, I think it's the biggest one. 700 uh, players for three spots. <laughs> right? So that's why they have the eight pre-qualifiers. They get down to the Monday qualifier add some people that have some exemption to get straight to the Monday qualifier in three. And I think what it was, seven under, there was four for three. So they played off at seven under 65 okay. in the final Monday So qualifier. let me get this straight. Maybe. And then they don't make the cut. Then almost none of them ever make the cut. Right. <laughs> so then so – It's let incredible. Me get, like let me, the this, all for, this all for one event. So let me, let me get this yep. straight. To get into the waste management, you had to go through eight 18-hole qualifiers? No, no, no. They, because there's 700 players, they split them into eight groups and did separate qualifiers and Got took it. the top X, I don't know, eight, ten from each one of them. And then oh. all of all of those. Wow. They end up the on Monday the Monday qualifier. qualifier. It, okay. Add, added a couple of the. Uh, okay. So, so, so for that, I mean, the waste management is obviously very coveted. People would love to get into that. Is that every single week on tour there's 700 dudes trying to get into one no. event? No, we did the we did the qualifier for the Wells Fargo when it was here, and we had two courses, uh, almost full. So okay. let's call that two hundred. Okay. For, for uh, it was four spots at the time. Now it's down to three. Jesus, still two hundred for three spots, <laughs> just to as yeah, you say, Rodas missed the cut. 
Yeah. Yeah, it's that's the amazing thing. These guys are shooting 63 in a Monday qualifier and then no one's sniffing the cut. That's and crazy. the expenses it occurs to do it. You got to right. you got to play a practice the pre-qualifiers are the week before. So the, if you don't live in Arizona for that event, you're spending a week to get through qualifying. You make it. Now you get another week to stay because you're playing in the, the event proper. And if you don't make the cut, you don't make anything. <laughs> For two weeks yeah. worth of staying and practicing and eating meals and all that stuff. Yeah. It's no. expensive. No, not a, not a good return. But they on are your good. Money. To answer they, your original question. Insanely good. There's yeah. a lot of good golfers right. out there. Right. Hole number 15. Ever hear the phrase, nobody cares about your round? Like, we all love golf and, you know, we get carried away going, oh, man, he should, uh, I played here, I did this, what, oh, yeah, okay, guy, whatever. Nobody cares about your round. There's a guy that not only did, has never heard of the phrase, nobody cares about your round. He certainly didn't get the memo because he puts out, and this just knocked me to the floor, he puts out a full magazine about his <sighs> year. John okay. Minimum Impressive. is his name, M-I-N-N-I-U-M, and it's a full magazine where he's got graphics and charts and total rounds played and photos and animals he saw on the golf course. It's like 30 pages long. I was flabbergasted looking at this thing. What do you make of this guy who puts out a magazine for Lord knows who telling people here was my year playing golf? I think he also probably has mirrors on every single wall in his house because he really enjoys himself a lot that he thinks people are interested. My thing is this, and I get people, you know, obviously I work in the business every single day. And when they come in and they start saying, you know, on one, I hit this one that was right of the hole. And I say, wait, wait a second, are we going all 18? Because I don't want to hear about it. So someone who's putting out a magazine thinking that I'm interested in his 200 rounds and the four squirrels that he was feeding peanut butter cups to, <laughs> I'm not interested in any of that. I mean, he's please. got a whole, got a whole, got a whole page based on his home course numbers. He's got a map <sighs> of rounds by state. He's got career statistics through the years. I mean, it's he should like, change his name to John Maximum. John Maximum, right? He's not minimum or extra. He has a yeah, section, extra. a section that says eighteen questions that apparently people ask him uh, and he answers them. I mean, look, oh please, it's, it look, it's psychotic, it's crazy. Part of me though respects it. Part of me <laughs> loves it. Part of me, part of me wishes. I wish I had a magazine. I wish I played as much golf as this guy did. I would like Pardon the magazine. Subscribes to his website. Yeah. Well, <laughs> here's the thing. So when when you see me out playing, and people who play with me are like, "What are you taking all these videos for?" And I go, "Really, they're just for me on a cold winter night to look back at that round in July and have fond memories of this shot or that shot. They're personal. They're for me. You know, I'll put them up on Instagram every now and then, but nobody cares on Instagram either. I like it just for my own personal thing. Like I, I would have loved to have compiled a magazine for every year I played, but I'd have to go back 20 years. You know. I played more and was better. Yeah, and that and that would be great for you, say. But we're not interested. I know it's a lot of hubris. <laughs> so to I, expect. Can I put you on the mailing list? What if he mails this to his friends? Should we get him on the show and ask? We should get him on the show and go, dude. I yeah, might as electronic. well. It would be great to listen to his oh, brain. Yes. <laughs> right. It's even another we definitely level should. Of- Printing it, you know. Hopefully, it's just yeah. the electronic version. He's no, we could no, go no, to no, town a, on this guy. No, it's a printout. It's a printout. Now I, I oh. can't say it's the best Yikes. quality. Hell, he should get the thing sponsored. For God's sakes, 
So yeah, you should. Yeah. All right. Hole number sixteen. What's on the menu at Augusta? Duck, maybe. El Pato, Angel Cabrera, is out of jail and playing again. Should he be invited back to the Masters as a former champ? The early word is that Augusta is more than willing to have him back, that he has served his time for, I believe, sexual assault several years. It was a serious case down in Argentina, but he has served his time and that they would have him back. However, he's got visa issues getting back into the United States. Mm. Should golf boys draw a higher standard, a higher line of, hey, you're out of jail, you've paid your debt to society, but being welcomed back here at Augusta is another level above, and we're just not comfortable doing that. Yes. Yeah. You think they should say no? They should say, look, you were convicted of a horrible crime and a sexual assault crime, and we're trying to grow the game and, you know, shed our reputation as the old boys network. So congratulations, you're free. You've paid your debt to society, but you it doesn't mean we just wipe everything clean in golf. That's your stance. Look, almost everything at Augusta is non-inclusive. Okay. Historically, they were non-inclusive. They've come a long way. Everyone's come a long way in the country club life. But Augusta is a non-exclusive area. So they do not have to include a non-inclusive area. They do not have to include people they don't want to for their brand. And in this particular case, especially with sexual assault, there's just no reason to have them back. No reason to make a big deal of it. Yes, you did do your time. You made your mistakes. But there is no reason for you to come back on these grounds as a past champion. Right. Yeah, you know, I'm torn on this because, you know, it's one of those things where you, you got to draw a line and then you got to figure out, okay, where is the line and what's what's up to it but still able to play and what's over it. Now, I certainly think this case where it's, it's you know, spousal abuse or whatever, it was sexual abuse, whatever it was, is terrible. But as administrator, I don't like having to draw a line. You know, right. I'm trying to figure out. You don't want to be in the morality business. Right. You want to be, are right. you out of jail? Are you a free citizen? And what is our normal protocol? Normal protocol is past right. champions. Uh, we invite our former champions back. Now, they, hey, Augusta has taken to, hey, you're welcome back, but we don't think you should play anymore because you get you're the not hint. competitive for right. whatever reason. Or, right. you know, Bernard Longer was going to have his last year this the Blues year. Achilles out. But, I, I saw that on yeah, uh, golfinjuryreport.com or something like that. Unbelievable. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Unbelievable. So, yeah, I'm, I'm torn on that because yeah. I don't. I certainly don't want to, you know, agree with what he did or, or, or give him any benefit. But, you know, if you got to draw a line, then you gotta, you're you going to start making decisions about who's it's, on what side of the line. It's going to be a squiggly line for sure because – That's all right. Decisions yeah. are tough. Someone's right. got to make yeah, it. Yeah, right. live well, guys can't come back. You know, that's the misdemeanor – the golf, uh, you know, misdemeanor. Send him away. Yeah, well, you know, if it was murder – then it would be a hard – I mean, guys get out of jail for murder and may still be able to play golf as a past champion. But what if the murder was sort of justified? What if it was – There's no sort of justified. It's just – it's a way. You say no and you just move on. Guy could have been stealing your Kirkland clubs out of your trunk and you kill the guy. Well, that's a different story, Zabe. (laughs) It's not what you – I mean, the Kirklands (laughs) – once the Kirklands are involved, what everything's in, out. What the are you window. in for? A guy was trying to steal my Kirklands. I had to do what I had to do. I, 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 I don't no regret way. a bit of it. Yep. I'll be on okay. Well, in that month. case, you're welcome to play. Okay. Hole number seventeen: a people mover on a golf course. 
Talk about a good walk spoiled. I've never seen this before. It's apparently in Japan at a high-end country club. It is a moving walk path going up a hill on a conveyor oh, belt, like, like, you airport, see, uh... like you see at O'Hare or any other airport, but it's on a golf course. Is this, Ronus, acceptable, Mr. Beautiful. You Absolutely like it. beautiful. I would like tow ropes out there dragging these people to their uh, ball. Funny so you should not... mention a tow rope. Ugh. Do you know that there is a course that has a tow rope on it? I think it's up in Vermont or Maine or something, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, no, I've heard about it. So, yeah, I mean, anything that can get you to your ball a little bit quicker so that then you can talk about your shot and, you know, the drinks that you've had and everything else. Let's get to the ball first. So a people mover, it has to go really fast. Like, I think you should lay down on it, and then it should just sled you down to your ball. That's, I just, that's what I would like. I'm I, all in favor of that. I just think about how um, challenging it is to just keep basic maintenance of walk paths, cart paths, bridges. <laughs> right. I can't imagine the downtime. For a, a moving walkway exposed to the elements and dirt and sand and grit and squirrels and bugs and, and working mean, uphill, you know that's that's you know right. not going to be you know the airport ones are down all the time and they're flat. Right, I was going to say that working against it's, gravity. It's the equivalent to me of going to a McDonald's for an ice cream cone. It's literally about a forty-five percent chance that that ice cream machine is down. <laughs> so same thing in an airport and a movie in a in a, a people mover. It's half half a time it's down it's down when you're late for your plane. So I would say yeah. that, you know, put it in there. I don't think anyone's concerned about the economics if they're putting in an escalator on a golf course. Yeah. Well, right. or, it, or they even look. It looks like it's a little bridge over a small ravine, too. Perfect. You know, if it gets people over faster, great. But I think you're right. It's going to be down all the time. They say these are more prevalent in Japan where a lot of courses are exceptionally hilly and the culture to walk and not take a cart, which we applaud, is very strong yeah. there. So anything that and can a help... technology I, culture too. I think oh, also yeah, the, golf, the, the golf shop can control it if it's going over a ravine. If it's really slow play, they can just flip them over into the ravine and make <laughs> room on the course. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I'd love to have the service contract on one of those. It seems yeah. like you'd be employed every single Full week getting job. that thing fixed. Okay. Final hole, hole number 18. We've had a good round today. We're under an hour, which is our goal every day here or every nice. week here on the Capital Golf Game. We we're here for a good time, not a long time. Hole number 18 is always going to finish on a golf quote, and I'll let you guys pick some quotes as we go along here. But today's golf quote is my favorite. It's from Haywood Hale Brune who is an American author, sports writer, commentator, and actor. He was born in like 1917, almost lived to 90, so he didn't die that long ago. He was born and reared in New York City, son of writer and activist Ruth Hale and newspaper columnist Haywood Brune, B-R-O-U-N. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. I love this quote with everything in my body as a golfer. Quote, golf is not on the whole a game for realists. By its exactitudes of measurements, it invites the attention of perfectionists. Chef's kiss. I mean. <laughs> what? I mean, how great I, is that I mean, quote? He's so right. It's unbelievable, that quote, actually. It doesn't mean, what, that, it doesn't mean that realists every... don't play golf and There's don't no love it. 
But at the highest aspirational levels, the game is absurd. Tiny ball, long, weird, crooked sticks, a hole that is so far away. He got four shots. Good luck. And it's one of those things where the most successful, maybe narcissistic people in the world still sit there and say, man, I know how hard this is, but there's a chance I can master it. <laughs> so you're saying this. And that's chance. what it's all about. And, and so and that's, I actually want to, it's blasphemous. I want to add two words to this quote. Okay. Because it's not just the perfectionists, it's the dreamers. So perfectionists and dreamers. I don't call myself a perfectionist, but I'm a dreamer that one of these days I'm yeah. going to master it yeah. and I'm going to play great. Um, but yeah. I'm not, you know, it's it's certainly not for realists. That's all right. Yeah. I just want to add the dreamer that I, it, I'm irrationally thinking that I, I that I can master this game. Yeah, I I'll, still think that I might be able to compete again. I, hey, that's dreaming. That's but okay. Why not? That's okay. Why Look, not? I I get in trouble sometimes. I don't know if it's with you guys or others who are charged with growing the game. I get in trouble when I say oftentimes, you know, golf ain't for everybody. Oh, come on. How dare you say that? And I'm not saying when I say golf ain't for everybody, I don't mean that people should not try it. I'm just saying that you're going to find out that not everybody's going to want the pursuit. They're not going to want to put up with the frustration. They're not going to want to put up with the fact that it, it is never fully satisfying. You're always left yearning for more. That's why it's not for everybody. I think everybody should try if they're curious and we'll help them do that. We've got the resources to do it. But at the end of the day, Eh, not a game for realists <laughs> just isn't it, it, it's hard it's, it's really hard, hard. Yeah, but or you have to accept that you're never going to be great at it you know that's right. the other right or just be a total todd like tom be a total todd like tom brady who hits a top on number one and can't even laugh at himself with you know 500 yeah, million in the bank and six rings on his fingers i know it ghoul's getting uncomfortable that's his boy Being and unfortunately not even smart enough it's to make a rings, joke somehow of it he had a perfect opportunity to make like 10 different jokes out of it and he just yeah, picked up the tee. I'm Tom. I, he just hit it man. eight feet. Eight <laughs> feet with a full swing. You're 6'5". Yeah. That Seven said, Super Bowls. That said, like our theme song, it went straight down the middle. <laughs> it just went <laughs> 10 feet. <laughs> yeah. Crazy. All right. Very good. Boys, great round. We'll see everyone next time. Capital Golf Gang, rate and review. Tickle the algorithmic overlords. Tell your friends, and we'll see you next week to talk more golf. Went straight down the middle, quite away. The sun was never brighter, the green were never greener, and I was never keener to play. I heard it pin down the middle, it went sing down the middle. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today 
today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. From issuance, please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.